0: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Five. Cinco de Fivo with Evan and Tiki on the fan.
2: Cinco de Fivo is brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere. And by Wendy's. Try the new Pretzel Baconator today. And also Buy this cigarette that Andrew Dice Clay left behind <laughs> after his interview with BT and Sal. Yes, and Andrew Dice Clay's cigarette is still in this chair. Mm. Okay, uh, off of the big conspiracy going on with the Super Bowl logos, if people aren't aware, the last three Super Bowls have featured the two colors of teams involved, and this year, purple and red are in the logo with the Niners and Ravens active, so people believe mm-hmm. that this is a big NFL conspiracy. I'm going to give you, in my opinion, the five biggest sports conspiracies. Oh, I like it. this one. All right.
1: Yeah. Here we go! Here we go!
2: Number five. That the 2002 NBA Western Conference Finals were rigged to get the Lakers back in the finals. thousand percent, I buy
1: it. What? No, 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 dude. I Listen, so the Nets won the East, which was an incredible moment as a fan. And now I'm sitting back waiting. Who am I going to play? The Lakers or the Kings? And the officiating was so one-sided. It felt like the league said, oh, my God, Nets, Kings? Oh, we can't have that. (laughs) We need the Lakers. Yeah. And what kills me about this is that I've always had the theory that if the Kings won, which they should have, they would have felt like they won their championship by beating the Lakers. And they would have come into that finals completely fat and confident and cocky, and my little plucky Nets would have shocked the world. So I agree with conspiracy number five. Mm. Okay. And by the
2: way, Tim Donahue packed this conspiracy and, you know, he's the king of shaping points. All number right. four. Michael Jordan retires the first time due to a gambling investigation and suspension. <laughs> that has always been a fast one. That is also, I mean, it's got to be
3: somewhat true.
2: Rather than the league have to look bad, suspending right. its biggest start, go play but baseball for it, a little
3: bit. Yeah. And it's not as if, like, we're condemning him. Yeah. It's not like he was
1: betting and fixing
3: games and stuff like that, but we know he loves to gamble.
1: We know that during that series against the Knicks in 92, he was going to AC in between games. Yeah. So I've always heard it. I've wondered about it. I lean towards no, yeah. but it's juicy. It's, it's so
2: juicy. But if you believe that one, you might believe the next one. Number three. The Spygate conspiracy that Goodell destroyed a lot more evidence because... Yeah. Not that we didn't have Bill and Brady looking tarnished, but it would have been a lot worse. If everybody else was was it, implicated. Yeah. <laughs> and then basically the NFL has nobody believing that these games aren't, you know, cheated no, on. Well, but that's just espionage. Espionage. I
3: don't, do we mind espionage? Like, Do we care? It depends. Seriously, think it about depends. it. depends. I, I thought do you, espionage do you,
2: was something sexual. No.
3: <laughs> do we care that, 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 James that Bond the, movies. the U.S. is spying on Russia? Or that the, the Russians are spying on us? Yes.
1: Or the nope. Chinese are. Well, hold on. I'll answer that question. When it's my country doing it, I'm happy. Keep me right. safe. Right. That's yeah. your freaking job. Right. When it's the Chinese or the Russians doing it, yeah, I got a big issue but with it, that. But
3: it also keeps us from going to war.
1: No, no. It's keeping them safe. I care about myself. I care about us. I care about my family. I care about my country. So I'm good with espionage by us. I'm not good by espionage by them.
2: I think lack of information is what causes wars. Interesting. Okay. But in football, I don't want the games beaten. Gee, I don't want you knowing what's coming. Why? It doesn't matter.
3: I could tell. I, <laughs> there, were, there were times as a player where I could have told the defense what we were doing, and we still would have been successful. Mm. Okay, I've always I mean, believed that cheating in football is much harder than, than people think it is. It's not easy. It's not like, oh, it's an all-speed pitch coming, banging a can. You know what I mean? It's
2: different. But, did, there's so many, so many moving parts that but, have to, to work. Don't Raider players think because Gruden knew their plays in the Super Bowl that? No, oh, that's what they think. Okay. But they also lost their
3: center, who was drunk and high, and comp, and, and what was his name? Barrett Robbins yeah. in Mexico. More on that with a Vegas Super Bowl in the next right. Six they had, <laughs> yeah, right. They had two wide receivers who are hall of famers who were 40. Right. right? Okay. And so All
2: right. and Bill Callahan. I got you. It was just.
3: By the way, I Not believe that I,
2: I believe that conspiracy theory. Right. No <laughs> Number two. The 2001 Michael Strahan sack record. Did <laughs> Brett Favre want Michael Strahan to yes! get the record on him? Yes. Uh... What do you mean? Is that even a question? Did yeah. you
3: want him to break it on him? No. I guess so.
2: Here's the problem with that play. I mean, it was obvious. He just it was out. obvious when he lays down. But I don't think he called a specific play to run into protection. I think he turned around. Strahan was there. no, no. no it was a run. It was a run play. And he backed out of the run. He just didn't hand the ball off and kept it. <laughs> I think he saw a different read at the lot of scrimmage. I think he knew he was going down. No, slid.
3: stop. Go, go watch the play.
2: Go. I've watched it seven million times. I argue with people right, about to this. Tell me what the
3: offensive line are doing. Well, all right, I got to go into the old twenty-two. It's <laughs> to no, require just, work. Just go watch she- it. All, all right, right. Does the offensive line go forward or do they stand up? That's all you have to know. That and
2: they don't. They weren't doing RPOs at that point. But put it this way: if Favre did that, that's BS because Strahan would have got it anyway. All right, uh, all right. go ahead. Number say. one, one. it's the frozen envelope
1: of nineteen oh, uh, eighty. Uh, Come yeah, on, yeah. there's no doubt. You're no prob- doubt. You're probably right. The Knicks have gotten never gotten the edge since then in terms yeah. of winning the lottery. And you know how many titles they got? The Knicks? They got them zero titles. <laughs> I'm aware. You are leaving out. The I don't know if it's true, and I don't know if you've heard about this, Tiki. But you need to hear about it right now, as does the entire audience that's not familiar with it. I missed one. The greatest sports conspiracy theory of all time, and that, of course, was August Fourteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. What was that? The Baltimore Orioles were scheduled to play a game against the Seattle Mariners, and the game was postponed because the lights did not turn on. There was a malfunction of the lights. At Oreo Park at Camden Yards, and the game was postponed. You can look it up. Didn't happen. What are you looking at over there? Tiki, all by right. the
2: way, you're trying to tell the story, and Tiki's breaking down the game right. film
1: on the hand Farm. All here. Right. so this is
2: the Strayhand oh. Farm stuff. <laughs> <Seriously. laughs> find this on X and retweet
3: this so people can watch it, can see this. Tell me what these five guys do. Okay, and then we'll get to Evan's story. All okay, right. here we go. Trust me, my story's better. Here we go. <laughs> they all go for run blocks. Okay. They are all running downhill. They are all running downhill. Not the
2: right tackle.
3: The right tackle is chasing the edge because he has a, he has backside.
2: Yeah, and he whiffs. Right. Ah, uh, see? I don't know the right tackle thinks past Diki. No, he doesn't. He That's does not, not a n- run
3: block? No, he his responsibility
2: is the is the is the linebacker. The fullback has the has the oh. edge. Fullback misses. Unfortunately, anybody in on their car in Peterborough can't see this. Right? By, by the way, when I get home, go home and watch it. When I, and don't watch Strahan sacking uh,
1: Brett Favre. I, I just can watch the offensive line. Line. I can and promise, then Watch the line. I can promise you this. And then as then watch much True as Detective You're and enamored by this. <laughs> when I finish this story, you're going to go down a different rabbit hole. Okay. And I can promise you that. Let's see it. On August 14th, 1997, the Baltimore Orioles had a game against the Mariners postponed because of a light malfunction. <laughs> That's happened. That's a fact. That's not a conspiracy. Except, allegedly, there wasn't a light malfunction. But the owner of the Orioles, Peter Angelos, pulled the plug. Well, why did he pull the plug? He pulled the plug because he got a phone call, allegedly, from Cal Ripken Jr. saying, I'm not playing tonight. And, of course, he was in the midst of his legendary streak. Yes. Now, you may say, well, why didn't Cal Ripken Jr. want to play that night? I know this You know the story? I do allegedly Somebody
3: was stooping his wife?
1: Somebody? Is that what... Is it somebody? Somebody. Okay. He's right. Somebody was... What was the term you used? I apologize. Stooping. Stooping Cal's wife. And Cal walked in on that somebody and apparently got into a fist fight with that somebody. Hit and bust. And Cal was so pissed off he wouldn't play. But who is that somebody? (laughs) Have we heard of that somebody? His name? Kevin... Costner. Whoa. So allegedly, 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 (laughs) Cal Ripken Jr. caught his wife hooking up with Kevin Costner. He was so pissed off about it. He said, I ain't playing tonight. The Orioles said, we can't have the streak end, especially like this. And they pulled the plug, and it caused a light malfunction at Camden Yards. No game. August 14th, 1997. And I'm all for it. That's the greatest conspiracy Whoa. in the history of sports. Feel the dreams,
2: Kevin Costner? Yes. So if she unlocked it, he will come? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
3: I thought you were going to say, Waterworld, uh, Kevin Costner. There's, yeah. no, there's no good line from that
1: one. <laughs> there's no good anything yeah. from that one. So I, I, I respect your list. I think it was a damn good list. Oh, thank mm. you. But this one is my favorite conspiracy in the history of sports. Wow. Nice. All right. I like it. All right, thank you, Sean. Yeah, Appreciate it. 5-0 today and
2: every day. Hey, Sean, day, Sean, by five the way. way
1: Oh, this, nice it's this, this, two wide receivers oh, to the left God. side,
3: and there's a tight end on the right side, so he's bootlegging out the right side, and there's nobody to throw the ball to. It's a wrong wow. play.
1: oh it's <laughs> another Tiki Barber right, rabbit hole. Right. I have to admit, I really thought when I brought up Kevin Costner hooking up with Cal I knew wife. Right. Well, you didn't know the Kevin Costner I, part, did you? I, I did, but I just didn't want to like
3: oh. blow, blow your story. <laughs> So you've heard? You know what? That's interesting it. to me because I'm from Virginia, so I remember. Do you that, do you believe the story? I don't know if I believe it. It just like it feels like that would have been confirmed and like fleshed out years and years ago if it was actually true. Why? Because it's Hollywood. Yeah. Like ho- ho- athletes kind of escape the paparazzi world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, not nowadays because they're everywhere in social media and there's journalists. With a with a camera, no matter where you go, or want to be journalist. But back then, if you're Kevin Costner and you're the you are the man, dude. How do you you can get away with that? So I feel like it would have been fleshed out, and we would have heard like the sort of details of it, but we never did. No, we never did. It's, I, it's always
1: been just a kind of rumor. I've never listened to it. it's funny you say rumor. There's a podcast out there. It came out years ago, so it's mm-hmm. not new in which these guys tried to investigate it, where they investigated the rumor. I think it was called the rumor. Wow. And I do want to listen to it. I, I'll give them a plug because, you know, I'm intrigued. <laughs> right. And I think they explore the rumor and if it's true or not. I don't know their conclusion. Like, I don't know if they yeah. said, yep, we proved it, or nope, it's all BS. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, I find it fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love to know if this actually happened. Uh, that was a good one, Sean. Good list. No, that was thank a good you. List. All Right, thank yeah.
3: you. It lasted more than five minutes. That's true. Well, that's because you got enamored by the Michael Strahan thing. That's, that's what you're supposed
2: to. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> go down it's supposed holes. to make you like
3: go down a rabbit hole. That is
1: true. Let's get to some of your Probably calls. Over
2: under five minutes on Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh God, Joe is in Oceanside. What's up, Joe? What's up, Joe? Yeah. What about the uh,
0: jet game in Miami? When Miami warded down the field and. Uh... Richard Todd threw three interceptions to A.J. Yeah, Staley. the Mud Bowl. Yeah.
1: You know, I here's well, why. Paul Michaels never coached another game. They fired him after that uh-huh. because he knew what was going on. But you know what? The, the way I look at that, for those that don't know, it's the AFC Championship game, Jets, right. Dolphins, and Don Shula apparently with a rainstorm the night before did not put the tarpaulin on the field. I have to admit this, and maybe it's because I didn't experience it as a Jet fan. I think that's fine. Like, I don't even think that's a conspiracy. Yeah, because it's,
3: it's 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 not like it's an unlevel playing surface
1: right now the Dolphins were built more equipped to deal with that that's fine right. but that's called a home field advantage mm-hmm. like I and I don't even think it's a conspiracy theory I think it's just reality like yeah Don Shula was like screw it I'm gonna leave the field uncovered let it rain let it rain, <laughs> I'm gonna let it rain. <laughs> let's go to Anthony in Harlem hey Anthony
4: hey boys what's going on man what's we're good? Up? uh the way on this Belichick thing yeah. my
1: mind is blown that this guy doesn't have a job right now
3: yeah but, I mean, and, we, we, it was only one place. That's the, that's the only thing, Anthony. He didn't interview anywhere, just Atlanta. And it felt but, like a foregone conclusion because he got him out of the way quickly. And then all but, of a sudden, everybody else starts filling in for these multiple interviews.
4: But, but, T, here's the thing. I mean, listen, he's not a great GM.
1: He he lost some, something with evaluating players. No doubt. But, but, I mean, as far as, like, this guy is the greatest football coach in the history of the sport. And yep. they're going to rename the trophy after him when he, when he passes <laughs> away. Maybe. Okay? Maybe. And and like what you said, Evan, about next year, you know all these openings. If I'm if I'm Woody, and and you guys remember that Aaron Rodgers went on McAfee the day he got let go. For he the did. to throw bouquets at this guy. I'm calling Rodgers and saying, what do you think about you know the greatest head coach in the history of the sport? By the way, I'd make that phone call too. And I know it's a delicate situation because mm-hmm. Robert Sala's the head coach. But my point about the Jets right now is I'm good finding out what this current administration can do with a healthy Aaron Rodgers because we didn't I. see it last year. Yes, as am I. But Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. He is the key to the future. It is worth having that conversation. If Aaron's like, hey, no disrespect to Robert Sala, no disrespect even to Nate Hackett, who's my friend, Bill Belichick's the greatest head coach of all time, and, geez, if you can make that happen, I'm good. Like, I, I, I well, of course I would yeah. do that.
3: I just, I just think that it doesn't make sense because of the – the changes that are gonna have to happen, All right? If Bill Belichick becomes a head coach, it's not just gonna be status quo. He's gonna want his input on how he thinks his team could and should win, mm-hmm. and that means turnover. That means maybe a year of some growing pains, even with Aaron Rodgers. And right now, you don't necessarily have that, so it just feels safer. That makes
1: sense if that's the right word. Yeah, no, I get what you mean by safer, but. I also like, and this is the point I made the other day about Bill. I agree with his first point that I'm stunned Bill Belichick doesn't have a job. Honestly, I'm with, with you on that. seven openings. There's seven openings and no one hired the greatest mm-hmm. head coach of all time. But the point I made to you, it may have been yesterday, I forget the day sometimes, was that I love, actually Sean made the point first, I give him credit. It's great for him not to have a job selfishly because I know as a Jet fan, Sean knows as a Giant fan, that's an option next year. Right. And I love that. So I'm good with let's see what happens with Salah and Nate Hackett and if it fails the conversation we're having a year from now could be far different and I'd be willing to make those major mm-hmm. changes that you just described.
3: I agree with you, but not I don't know if right now it's, it just doesn't feel like it would work. I know it would sound great and it would be amazing, but if the, if it's the Jets in particular, think of how desperate they really feel. He's the
1: greatest I coach that. of all time. Right,
3: but you 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 Desperately go after Aaron Rodgers. And now you're desperately going after Bill Belichick. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's just not a plan. It's just, it's reactionary. Oh. There's no, like, and I get reactionary work sometimes, and it's it maybe feels fulfilling, but it ultimately isn't. There's no plan there.
1: No, the plan is and to if, win. And if
3: Bill wants to put his institute his own plan, you're likely undercutting the ability to win. Mm. So I, I just, I don't love it.
1: I, Let, don't, I don't love it at all. Let's go to Ed and Mohegan Lake. What's up, Ed? Hey guys, listen. First off, Tiki, love you, bro. Thank you, man. Big fan, big fan of you, Evan. I I I love the beard and the hair. You got to do something with it because you look like you really do look like Robin Williams when he was younger. If you pull
3: up a picture of him with
1: the beard,
4: he had better hair. He had he had better hair because you got that uh, you got that Wizard of Oz thing curl going on. I know, (laughs) dude.
1: dude, Listen, Ed, Ed, Ed. I'm a mess. I'll be the first to tell you. I think I look like, I think I look horrible. And that's why I was so willing to make that little bet with Sean. Well, we're going to play pickleball next week. And I've got a chance to at least get rid of the beard. And I was willing to risk something such as Sean making a big decision on the show if he wins. Because I look in the mirror every morning and I'm depressed. I'm like, what the hell's going on on my face? And the beard is doing weird things. Like, it's like (laughs) curling up. It's all I don't even know how I would describe it. Right.
2: It's really, really ugly. It's growing. That's the weird thing it's doing. Yeah, but it's growing in such a strange way. No, it's not. When it's did growing he the way non-head did, hair? Right?
3: When did when did he have a beard when he was younger? Who? Robin Williams? Robin Williams? I don't know
4: about younger, but in Goodwill Hunting, he definitely had a beard. So he was he did, older then. And
3: I see it, but it's gray. And did Evan, he have, how about Evan, Mor- Evan is surviving the grayness.
1: How about Morgan Mindy? Did he have a
4: beard then? He uh, no,
3: he, then. Did, he did no, not have a beard. He was though.
2: always clean-shaven as the alien. Could you imagine being Tiki's cookies right now?
1: Robin Williams' beards. <laughs> Packers' offensive line alignments. <laughs> Kevin Costner's sex life. Yes. It's an eclectic mix. We'll come back with more of your calls, including the breaking news. Bill Belichick is not going to coach the Atlanta Falcons which means it's very likely Bill Belichick, the greatest head coach in the history of football, is not going to coach in 2024. Where does that leave him? Oh, well, it's to a busy Thursday. We're on the fan. Number one, Bill Belichick did not get the Falcon job, even though he interviewed twice. Mike Rabel didn't get the Falcon job, even though he interviewed twice. Raheem Morris got the job. He's the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. That's number one. And it's left a lot of us stunned that... Bill Belichick is in all likelihood not going to go into this season as a head coach of an NFL football team. And earlier on, about maybe 20 minutes ago, I asked Tiggy a question. And I haven't gotten his answer yet. I'm fascinated by your answer, which is, do you think Bill Belichick is ever going to coach in the NFL again? So, hey, TG, yeah, do you think Bill Belichick is ever going to coach in the NFL again? Yes,
3: I do. I don't think he's going to coach in 2024. Because it, I don't see it happening unless Washington – surprises us and hires him. But I think Washington, uh, like Seattle, is looking for one of these young, let's build something big co- uh, coordinators who can become head coaches. And there's a couple of them still out there, including Ben Johnson. Um, and actually Aaron Glenn as well, from mm. uh, from the from both from the Detroit Lions.
1: And by the way, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Boomer say a few days ago that that's basically done? Is yeah. that what you said, Ben yeah. Johnson of Washington? For
3: Washington. And it makes sense, right? Right, because look, they got some, they got a little bit of offensive talent. Um, defensively, they got to rebuild a little bit. But Ben Johnson is—he's been fantastic with the Lions, so he's gonna be a head coach. And I think Washington's waiting for it. So if Bill, Seattle's the only one, and but they're not hiring him, no, because why would you fire Pete Carroll who still wants to coach to right. hire, you know, a better Pete Carroll, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, same age, I think. Pretty much the same age. Maybe a year year younger. if he's not going to coach this year, which I agree with, I think that seems obvious, unless there's a late pivot from an NFL team who Mm -hmm. says, you know what, screw it, we're going to make a coaching change. I mentioned earlier Dallas, Philly, the Bears, the Saints, the Giants, the Jets, Buffalo, Miami, as teams that possibly after a disappointing 25 or 24 could fire their head coach. Who's Bill coaching in 2025 if you think he's coaching again?
3: It's a good question. I have no idea. Too early to predict. The New
1: York Jets, the New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe the Cowboys. (laughs) That's probably my guess at this
3: point. The Cowboys make a lot of sense.
1: Seriously, (laughs) if they falter and and things go to pot. Why not? Well, Here we go! It reminds me of something. When the Yankees signed Marcus Stroman, and I don't agree with this, mm-hmm. I've heard people say, Yankee fans have said it, I think Joel Sherman, who's a respected columnist, said it, ah, you know what this is? Desperate baseball team, desperate pitcher. And that's why they made up. Really? that Marcus. Str- yeah, that was a common belief that there was no market for Stroman, so he made up with the Yankees, and the Yankees were desperate for pitching, mm. and they made up. Now, I don't believe that, by the way, but... That was like a common refrain after the signing occurred. Yeah. I think that would be Bill to Dallas next year. It would be the Bill saying, you oh, know what, screw it. I guess I got work with Jerry. Right. And it would be Bill, uh, Jerry saying, I'm desperate too. I guess I'll bring Bill in and give him a little bit of power. It almost would be so like it's this. it's a perfect match. Yeah. It kind of works. Yes. Even though it's not,
3: doesn't even sound right, it, it kind of works. Well, if you think he's going to coach again, I
1: think he where's he coaching wants, next year?
3: I think he definitely wants, again, we have no idea. Like surprise fires happen. All the time. So, I mean, nobody thought Frank Reich was going to get fired after half a season.
1: But this is what we call long-term prediction. And I'm writing this down for next year. I'm writing this down right now so we can save it. Mm. Next year, Bill Belichick coaches, according to Tiki. And who is he coaching? I'm saying the Cowboys. Evan Cowboys. Mm. Tiki, your turn. Sean, you have an answer? Yeah, I do. Go ahead. I'm going Jaguars. Going Jaguars. That's a good one. I put them on my possibility list if they have another down year. Arizona Cardinals. Watch, I, didn't even, I didn't even have them. Yeah, because uh, what's his name? Jonathan, Jonathan Gannon, Gannon kind of sucks. Yeah,
3: just kind of feels weird Peaky, out there.
1: Kiki, Arizona. Arizona's Lugie. a great place to retire. It really is. My- Lugie, you got a guess on Bill and 25? Jets.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you like getting people past right. their prime.
3: I know, I'm on a run of that.
4: <laughs> you, know what? Right. you
3: know why Evan didn't pick the Jets? Because that would mean that the Jets stink next year. Bingo.
1: Yeah, I'm giving you an optimistic opinion right, right now on January 25th. I'm telling you that the Jets aren't going to completely suck and that Robert Sala will survive that and he'll be the head coach in 2025. You're actually right. I know. That's the reason I didn't pick the Jets. Now, one other thing before we get to your calls, I think this is really important. It was about an hour ago we played this clip of Kayvon Thibodeau. 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 It's basketball season. I'm confused yeah, right. because of Tom Thibodeau. It's his fault. Right.
2: You were confused not in basketball season. It's Kayvon Thibodeau. This is all
3: Tom Thibodeau's fault, by it the way. It is Tom Thibodeau's fault. Thank you. Because when you don't say Thibodeau and you just call him Tibbs, it's Tibbs.
2: Right, but Evan, it's not
1: Thibodeau. Right. Evan,
2: who's the backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers?
1: Sam Dino. <laughs> okay, Sam Donald. <laughs> just making sure. Okay. So we played this clip, and you can rewind it on the Odyssey app of Kayvon Thibodeau on Carmelo Anthony's podcast Mm -hmm. making comments that I believe right now, and we're going to play it again for you, and then we'll get to your calls, that right now on social media you're going to be taken out of context. Because where it's not going to include is Kayvon clearly saying, I like Daniel Jones. Right, I was just watching it, and it's not included. It is not included (laughs) out there. So on this radio show, if you're listening, you're going to get the full context of what Kayvon said. And by the way, if you have an issue with what Kayvon said, that's fine. But here's the full context of a discussion between Kayvon Thibodeau, and this makes me laugh, Carmelo Anthony on Carmelo's podcast concerning Jones and Barkley. So, but that's always the issue. Money. Yeah. is money, It's money, yeah. is always the issue. You pay Daniel Jones $40 million, We million. It, it was a great I, – I, me,
3: I believe. A lot, of people, a lot okay. of people was mad at that. A lot of was mad at that. But I was be, like, let listen. Me, let me tell you what I'm, said, mad said, I'm mad I at. And it's the only thing Daniel I'll say Daniel
1: about Jones.
2: that.
3: Yep. What I'm mad about is that Saquon, because if you look at – the game, the tape. Saquon was responsible for at least 30% of our explosive plays. Oh, yeah. Not more. Talking about the year we won the playoff game. So for me and for the integrity of you know working together and hard work and we all believe the same things, I feel like Saquon should have got paid first. Hmm.
1: So I believe in Daniel Jones is very, very important because right. I think with that not being included. You hear Kayvon as ripping Daniel Jones, as Saquon's more important screw Daniel Jones, when that's not what he said. No. And I think, look, I, what is what this comes
3: down to is that the Giants just didn't want to pay Saquon Barkley. It's as simple as that.
1: And nothing to do with how they feel about Saquon. They just don't want to pay him. Is it a mistake, though, for Kayvon Thibodeau, who's still emerging as a player in this league? And I thought overall he had a pretty good year this mm-hmm. year. Do you think it's a mistake that no. he even says this?
3: He's going to get killed for this because it's going to be taken out of context, but I don't think it's a
2: mistake. No. Again, I, said, I know I'm going to compare this to quite a few guys. If Saquon Barkley, just put him, contracts aligning on a couple different teams here. Saquon and Patrick Mahomes are chief teammates to come up at the same time. Is Kayvon Thibodeau saying, in my opinion, Saquon should have got paid first? No. Is he doing that with the Bills and Josh Allen? No. Mm-hmm. Is he doing it with basically any of the elite quarterbacks? So you're taking
1: that as a shot at Daniel
2: Jones? It's not a shot at Daniel Jones. And maybe he doesn't even realize it's a shot at Daniel Jones. But it's further proof that even a big player in that own locker room doesn't really view Daniel Jones as a big-time quarterback. hold on.
3: Daniel Jones had a great season. Whatever. He had a very good season. Great for him in 2022. 2023, he was not available. He was bad because the offensive line stunk. And then he was hurt. Yeah. So... Of course, your opinion about him, if you've been in the league for two seasons, is yeah, Saquon's better. I mean, it, it, there's no, there, there's no, there's no depth of experience for Kayvon to even haven't have that opinion. You know what I mean? So the only thing he can draw upon is what I've seen, and what he saw was a guy who won games for them in 2022, and then was unavailable in 2023. So of course, Saquon deserved to get paid even though Saquon was unavailable at points in this season. So, so it's it, like, I know, I know what you're saying. You can't knock him because he's just speaking his truth. He's just saying what he feels, right? I love Saquon as a player because he's an explosive running yeah. back.
2: I don't think he's wrong. By the way, I'm not knocking Kayvon for saying that. I think Kayvon doesn't even realize what his own subconscious is But I don't think he's believing.
3: insulting Daniel Jones.
2: But it's not even an insult. I think it's a, just a larger message that anybody who wants to keep, like, hey, the Giants should stay the course, Daniel Jones, everything – subconsciously a guy in their own locker room who's been there for two years just seeing him get hurt is also tell- – like if it's that close that you think the star running back should have gotten paid first, I that think, probably I tells us all we need to know. I don't, I don't know.
3: think it's about that being that close. I think it's –
1: Saquon's a running back. He was in his going into his sixth year, and he didn't get paid. I got, I got an example. I have a better example than what he laid out to help make your point. All right? Would someone in the Bengals' locker room say, before we pay Joe Burrow, we got to play Joe Mixon? Never. Isn't that kind of his point, though? Never. But, but but do you see what I'm saying? And it oh, would never be because saying, really? Burrow
2: is the slam dunk franchise
1: Bengal. quarterback. If Daniel Jones
2: was the slam dunk franchise quarterback, injury or not, Kayvon Thibodeau wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a
1: decision. First of all,
3: it's not a good example because Why? they're not free agents together.
1: I know, but it's never going to be a perfect example. I agree. <laughs> what I'm coming up with is here's a running back that was there longer than Burrow, yeah. who's a good player. Okay. Like, Joe Mixon's Joe Bur- a good player. Joe Burrow is significantly better than Daniel Jones. That's, but that's his point. That's my point. That a guy in that locker room says, I believe in him, which I'm sure he does, I, I honestly, but nobody would say that. First, all right,
3: it, I'm confused right now because I don't know what you guys are arguing. You're trying to make something out of what he said and, and as a detriment to Daniel Jones, but the reality is Daniel Jones has not been consistently healthy, and he didn't get paid. He didn't get broke off. He's making, he's the 13th highest paid quarterback in the I think national the point football is, League. And so, he, he didn't mean to take a okay, shot at him, but he okay. sort of did. He didn't mean to, but he kind of did. No, he didn't. I think he just doesn't understand how the salary cap works. And so, he's speaking not derogatorily to him, ignorantly. Mm-hmm. He's speaking ignorantly because he thinks that, oh, we can pay Saquon and then we can pay Daniel Jones. Well, no, you can't. It doesn't work that way. And so, I, the Giants did what they did so they could clear cap space and have flexibility with they what they were doing in the subsequent years. And they do, Saquon couldn't get a deal done with them, and so he played on the franchise tag. It, that, that's the business of the
1: game. It's not taking shots. All I don't. He's taking a shot. You're right, but I don't. Th- and I don't think he meant to take a shot. But I understand Cheryl's point of if Daniel Jones was more highly regarded than what he is, which is he's fairly regarded. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have said it because like when yeah. I brought up Mixon and Burrow, rightfully so, you're like, that's absurd. But how can yeah. Daniel Jones – but here's what here's what
3: y'all are missing. You are saying Daniel Jones should be highly regarded, the most highly regarded player in that Giants locker room. The dude has missed parts of three seasons. So is Joe Burrow. Parts of two seasons. But, but that's yeah, what but we're he, saying. That's part of why he's also not highly regarded. Yes, that's – but no. Joe Bur- – hold on. Yeah, all right, sorry. Joe Burrow is a different level quarterback than Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones. He's a different Joe Burrow's a different level quarterback, just like Pat Mahomes is, just like Lamar Jackson is, just like Josh Allen is. It's a different level quarterback. They will subsequently be paid as such. That is in the $55 to $60 million a year range. Daniel Jones is a mid-level quarterback. He got paid what mid-level quarterbacks get paid. And so for us to sit here and say a mid-level quarterback is better than an all-pro running back makes no sense. Right? So you got you guys are comparing different levels of players and and passing it off as an insult. We know who Daniel Jones is. He's a good middle, 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 middle tier player, right? Can he come above that? Maybe, but he's got to be healthy to do so, right? So I don't think Kayvon is unintentionally insulting. I think he's just telling you that the best player on the New York Giants was Saquon Barkley. Right? Period. Just like the best player on the Cincinnati Bengals was not Joe Mixon, it was Joe Burrow. The best player on the Kansas City Chiefs, as much as you want to say it was Tyree Kill, which was Pat Mahomes.
2: The best player on the Buffalo Bills is is Josh Allen. Right? That's that that's how it works. I, so I completely agree with you. And I think I think we're actually now all making the same point. And I think what we all think, fans, former players, everything, what we see with Daniel Jones, I think in my heart. Or maybe some giant fans' hearts. If you want to be the defender of Daniel Jones being paid and what he's about to become, you would hope that the fifty-three guys in the room would look at him and see their version of the potential of Joe Burrow. And by- I don't think so. I think I think you're overvaluing. You're over. You're over
3: emphasizing the fact that he got paid. Because when you think about it, when you get paid, when you're the starter and you've been like been the guy and you get paid, and you get paid. There's 12 guys that are paid more than you? That's not getting paid. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's just getting a deal done so that we have cap flexibility. This is the business side of, the, of what I'm talking about. You guys aren't
1: calculating into this. And Kayvon is ignorant to this. I agree with the business side, by the way. The Giants made the right decision when it comes to business because they got Saquon Barkley on the tag. Exactly. Like, I, I, I get that part, and I agree with you. I don't know if Kayvon – I think Kayvon's probably looking at it more as – You know, guy in the room, Saquon deserves more. He's our, no, he's, what
3: he's saying is, he's our best player. He should have been paid. Right. But the business side of it didn't allow that to happen. Right. But it's not an insult to Daniel Jones, because Daniel Jones should have been insulted by the fact that he got $40 million a year and everybody else is making fifty five. <laughs> right? He's
4: being paid like a <laughs> mid-level quarterback. But what if he's speaking for the rest of the locker room and saying that Saquon should that have got K- paid, honest, not you, Daniel you think, Jones? Uh, do you think that he's speaking for the rest of but the what locker room? If, but what if, what if he is? What if he's saying we think Saquon should have got paid say that because we believe Saquon should be the guy getting paid and they don't believe Daniel Jones should be the quarterback that got paid at all? Well, no. that's not what he said. No, no, but maybe he's, he maybe, he's remember, he maybe he's say, implying that Saquon's more important. He should have well, got the band, is, not Daniel Jones. He is saying that, but what's
1: very, very important. That's why I thought we should play the clip again, which we did. He does say, even though Melo's sort of talking over him a little bit, mm-hmm. he says, I believe in Daniel Jones. I don't think there was any other message other than, yeah. you know, I believe in Daniel Jones,
2: but... But you know, it's a, with all like due that.
4: respect, you're a schmuck. So
2: even if this isn't a shot at Daniel Jones, and I don't think it is, I do agree with you. What that comment does tell me is, if you are somebody out there that says the Giants should not be looking to upgrade the quarterback position to stick with Daniel Jones, I have a star player on the team who who tells you the running back that I've seen for two years should have gotten paid before him, whatever the amount is, and if anybody on the team believes the running back who we all like should have gotten paid more, then to me it tells me all we need to know about the quarterback, which is the team needs to get better at the quarterback position. I got you. I got you. And by the way, there is breaking news for Evan. You're not even aware. Breaking
4: news for Evan. Oh, yeah. I just saw it. This is a good Big- one.
1: When you say for Evan, do you mean like
4: wrestling news? It's a double glitch Got to
1: be. Because I already heard the wrestling news about Vince McMahon, some disgusting accusations against him, and others which are just, I mean, mm. I, I'm not even going to repeat it on the air, but they are brutal. What? The return is here. We'll ben, think the return is here. Optimism.
2: Ben Simmons could return as soon as Monday. Oh, shut up, guys. I don't want to hear what? it. The still in the
1: Malik. I don't want to hear it. This is a Wodz bomb. It's it's bomb. Not a Wodz bomb. telling you, Ben's coming back. It's not a Wodz bomb. The it's, Nets still in the league. Here's what I'll say about, I'll say about the six foot ten Australian. Here's what I'll say about him <laughs> when he plays basketball. Like that day. Let me know. Let me know. Mm. I'll watch. Of course, I watch every game. I'll be watching tonight against the Timberwolves. I don't even care. But that means Ben will be raring to go. Hopefully, versus KD next week. Yes, that's on uh, Wednesday night. In he, fact, I can't even get rid of my net tickets tonight. I should give them away. Like I don't want to waste them. Anybody want my net tickets tonight? The Nets still in right. the league, We're
4: playing the Timberwolves. Yeah, Could, give it away. Good we'll time to a, let us know we'll at five forty-five.
1: We'll do a contest. Yeah, why don't you pick up the contest line? Let me <laughs> just make sure I haven't sold them.
4: We're definitely not authorized to do this. <laughs> We're not authorized. you are not my, allowed to do this. They're my tickets. Just contest rules. Then just put them. Do it on Twitter. Do it on Twitter. You're not really supposed to do it on the air either. All right. Fine. Do I have to explain everything? Okay. Do I have to be the father and the adult in the room? <laughs> All right. All right. The I'll, Nets still, still in the league.
1: I'll do it on social media. Have a better basketball team. Well, it's not even about that, because I should tell him something else. Oh. You know what else is not a hot ticket? What's that? Nick's Nuggets tonight.
4: Really? Well, yeah. you know, there's a lot going on on TV tonight, oh, I'm sure. Okay. Or something, you know, I've had, I'm not going
1: to get into my situation on that, because I'm, you know, whatever. Is that, I, is that at the Garden? That is tonight, the defending reigning NBA champions, the best player in the league, arguably, Nikola Jokic, is coming to Madison Square Garden for the one time. Yeah. And I can just, I'll leave it at this, okay? I don't want to get into the details. Just I know, trust me, it's a season ticket holder. Yeah. Tonight's an ugly night. Like it could, it, you mean the game's gonna get ugly? No, I mean the tickets are not hot. And what I find interesting oh, ugly about is that cheap. They're not, they're not cheap because no Nick ticket is cheap. I yeah. want to clarify yeah, I got that. It, it got is it. expensive to go to that game tonight. But my point is, it's far less expensive to go tonight than it would be if I don't know. Steph Curry was in town, LeBron James, even Joel Embiid, even the Celtics, like a handful of teams. And so I think it says something about Denver. It's not yeah. about the Knicks, by the way. Don't take this as a shot guy seriously. It has nothing to do with them. This is more with Jokic and the Nuggets and the way they're viewed around the league. Mm. Like, they are not the draw right. that other teams They won the Why title last year. Why is year? that? Because they're boring?
4: I guess. I don't know. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Right.
4: They're Joker's just... the best player in the league, but they're boring, and nationally, they don't get a lot of attention. So people that want to go to games to see play, like Wemby, we had a call the other day. We went to go to the Sixer game to see Wemby. Wemby gets more love than right. Joker, and right. Joker's the best player in
3: the league. Right. He drove to Philly. Right. I don't even think he was a 76er.
1: No, he no, wasn't. See, when His they, kids right. wanted
4: to see Wemba Yama. That's the only and, reason they went and there. And as good as Joker
1: is... It ain't the same. Now, again, I want to make it clear. It's not that Nick tickets are cheap tonight.
4: It's yeah. that they're nowhere near
3: what they should
1: be
4: What they should be for a guy that's the best player on the board And planet. this is coming from a Nick fan. A lot of those tickets we know, it's fraud people in the building that want to see the opposing team. The Nuggets are not sexy. Mm. And neither are the T-Wolves, for that matter. They're, they're a Fugazi one seed, so nobody thinks Absolutely. they're sexy either. I,
1: yeah, I agree with that. Like, the Timberwolves are not a draw. That's yeah. why no. I'm going to give my tickets away. Right. On social media. <laughs> and the Nets suck. But thank you for that update on the 6'10 Australian. It makes me feel good to know he actually is trying to play basketball. He's coming back as Spike is leaving. (laughs) Let's go to Jose in Queens. What's up, Jose?
4: Evan. Yo. Kiki. What up? It's good to hear your guys voice. Now, Evan, I got a question for you. What's up? What would you do if you were the general manager of the New York Jets? What would you do with the front line?
1: What would I do with the what? The line. Offensive line. Oh, with the offensive line. All right, first of all, I'm using my first-round pick. On an offensive lineman. I am drafting the best offensive lineman available. And then I'm going to go explore free agency. Because I need to add three offensive linemen that's crazy, that's to my that. roster.
3: That is nuts.
1: Three. Probably more if we're including, like, swing tackles and backups because I can't even trust that Elijah Vera Tucker is going to be healthy. So this is going to be the priority for Joe Douglas, but right off the top. And that's why, and I'm sure we'll have this debate over the next few weeks and months, I'm not interested in the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because I need to use every asset I have to improve this offensive line and protect Aaron Rodgers going into next season. Meanwhile, I said you should draft a
3: quarterback because according to our theory that we've been talking about all day, mm-hmm. when a quarterback gets drafted mm-hmm. first round and the team is good, yeah. he use, and he's good, obviously, he develops into a guy who can get you to the playoffs. I agree in normal circumstances. And the Jets are is, not a normal circumstance. This is a circumstance where the Jets should be good. N- right. They won't have to play right away, and the team will benefit from it both in the short term and the long term. And you can do the free agent. You can do the offensive line and free agency. And there are 20 wide receivers who are clones of one another, essentially. So you're going to
1: get good ones in the second and third round. Yes, I completely disagree with you, though, because I think that this this could be another whole day, by the way, (laughs) this whole discussion. I think that the Jets are in a very different circumstance than a lot of other quote-unquote good teams that have a quarterback. I think it's very, very different. Let's go to John and Manalapan. Hey, John.
4: Guys, hearing you tell me that that Bill Belichick is the greatest coach
1: of all time is like making my head spin. Why? Again. Who's the greatest head coach of all time? I'm curious. Listen, I wouldn't say anybody's the greatest head coach of all time. But you could have given Wayne Fonts, Tom Brady, Edelman, and Gronkowski, and you'd be talking about him right now. It's game. unfair. Yeah. You know that's unfair because, like, and I tried to set you up. You didn't fall for it because you don't want to name anyone as the greatest head coach yeah. of all time. But the game I was going to play with you is, who's the greatest head coach of all time? You would say somebody, and then I would give that same retort about who they had. Like, well, Vince Lombardi. Well, what did he win without Bart Starr? Like, well, we could play well, that same did, game. What did Belichick do without Brady after What did left?
2: Lombardi do without Bart Starr? <laughs> well, also, Brady wasn't some kind of slam dunk first-round pick. <laughs> Neither was Edelman. Edelman. Neither was Gronkowski.
3: He was a quarterback in college. Yeah,
2: and by the way, those first few years of the Pats winning championships were defensive-oriented, and he didn't make mistakes. Right. And by the way, then got off and running. How about Bill deserves a little credit for developing He's, those guys. No, he, it's
3: he, not even that. It's just a situational football that they always wanted. in. Like they didn't blow out, they didn't blow out every champion. Every every Super Bowl they won, I don't think any of them. Would no, they were all they were all close. Actually, like, like they he coached his way to victory, and trusted his players. Right, but to go make those plays when they had to make those plays,
1: but, they were they were perfectly prepared, of course. But what really pisses me off about this, and I've I've gotten into this about Phil Jackson mm-hmm. a lot. Phil Jackson's the greatest head coach in the history of the NBA. Michael Jordan. Okay, well, what great NBA coach would win without great players? Want to talk about Red? Well, mm-hmm. what'd he do without Bill Russell? I mean, I hate to go back a hundred years, but let's do it. You want to play that game? We'll play the game. Would Bill Walsh win without Joe Montana? Like literally? Yeah. It, it just—I think it's lazy. Like, I have heard this a lot about Bill, and it's amazing that I'm making this passionate defense mm-hmm. because it's not a defense of Bill Belichick, it's the defense of the idea. Well, he didn't win without great players. Well, give me the list of coaches that did them. I want to hear all of them that they won without great players, right? Because that's with the a argument terrible being
3: made. Middling team it Brian went, Dable last year, <laughs> no, he didn't win ultimately, he got, he didn't des- win ultimately. got, de- got destroyed in the division. Yeah, round.
1: what the hell did he win?
2: Nine wins in a wild card oh, game. Might as well be a Super it. Bowl with that team. <laughs> stop it.
1: And that's that's the thing that annoys me. So, look, we could debate the greatest head coach of all time. Obviously, it is a subjective mm-hmm. thing. But anyone you bring up, I'm going to be able to retort with other great players yeah. that that guy had. I mean, it's just it's the way it is. They go hand in hand. They, Of course they go hand right, in Dan hand. Dan
3: Campbell is being viewed as a great coach this year because they have some ballers. Yeah. All over the place. Now, he's got the right culture and the right attitude and everything else, but... He's not putting on the pads, no. Right? He's not throwing these dig routes over the middle of the field to Sam Laporta. He's not. He's not turning around and running with a handoff like Jameer Gibbs. He's not doing any of that.
1: No, I got no, He prepares them, which I, is what you do. Whether you have bad players or good players, you got to prepare them. You know why Phil Jackson's the greatest coach of all time? I only bring him up because, and why would I be so passionately defending mm-hmm. Phil Jackson? I have no reason to, other than. I saw the Bulls not win prior to Phil. Mm-hmm. I saw the Lakers not win prior to Phil with great players. Yeah, and then Phil got there and they won a lot. And so he has that before and after evidence. But what did he have? Nine? He get ten? Oh my! Well, you're counting counting the player though too, because he he also <laughs> won one as a players on right. the bench in '73. Right, so he ten right? Well, he won six with Chicago. He won three, three plus uh, one with a uh, two with LA. Because the two more he won with L.A., we, but they beat the Celtics one time, and they beat out Orlando one time. Yeah. So five. Five plus six is 11. So I got 11 titles as a head coach. And then one. And then the one as a player is 12. 12. That's That's uh, a, a lot.
2: two-time NBA champion as a player.
1: Two. Oh, so I, wow. I, he was on the 70 team too, right? He was on the 70 team and the 73 team? Yep. Okay, so two more as a player. So what are we up to? 13? 13. 13
2: rings. Wow. wow.
1: <laughs> 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 Goodbye, SNY. Baseball Night in New York is coming up next. Let's go to Kevin in Hartford, Connecticut. What's up, Kevin?
4: Hey, What's going on? First things first, Tiki, Mount Rushmore, my favorite Giants. Thank you, dude. Eli, and I got to say, Coach Coughlin. Oh, nice. Evan. Nice. Yes. Quick quick question for you, Evan. Yes. What do you think is going to happen first? The Jets winning a bowl or Roman dropping the belt? Because I don't see either of them (laughs) happening.
1: I I tell you right now, I tell you this right now. I think the Jets got one more shot to win that one (laughs) before (laughs) Roman drops the belt. Seriously? I love it. Remember how on Monday we were talking about the Chiefs, and I said, boy, I like a good heel, and I love the way people react to the heels known as the Kansas City Chiefs? Yes. Well, the same can be said for your tribal chief, because nothing makes me smile more besides people getting angry about Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey than people saying, but Cody needs to finish the story. Where? Roman's part-time. Wow, I love it. By the way. Uh-huh. Why is he part-time, by the way? Because he's earned it. Because he's the freaking tribal chief. Why does he have to show up all the time? I don't know. Because people want to go
3: see him? Yeah, so I like think. It's like going to watch the Cleveland um, Cavaliers when LeBron was in his height
1: and he didn't play? I think it's actually. I did
3: that once, actually. Did you really? I'm so pissed. Look at that.
1: <laughs> I can say I think that Roman Reigns becoming a part-time champion has been best for business, and I'll tell you why. When he's on TV, when he's on SmackDown, when he's at a big event and he's wrestling, it's a big deal. Mm. Like it is. I don't know if you feel the same way, Luke, as a wrestling fan. Like I know Jet's more excited. Yeah, I'm more excited. It's like, oh, now is he part? part is there is, today? Is that, yeah, it becomes an attraction. Is he yes. part
3: time because he's the champion, or
1: part time because like he's just beat up and? No, like I think about a year, about or... a year and a half ago, which is about a year and a half into this run, because he's been champion for three yeah. years, which is amazing, three and a half years. Yeah, I think they just agreed. You know what? We're going to allow that for you, and I don't think it hurts the business because I think it's such a big deal when he wrestles. And well, so,
4: sorry, it works. Gone. No, well, it's I'm a What you were saying about like LeBron when he was on the Cavs—they'll advertise Roman. On SmackDown, yeah. Friday in Greensboro, it's going to be Roman Reigns. He's not going to make a surprise uh, appearance, nor if they advertise him, he won't be there. Correct. So you know when Roman's going to be there. Got it. Where if you go to an NBA game, especially like pre-Twitter, you had no idea if a star player was right. going to play or not. No, no doubt. Exactly
1: what it was. Right. No doubt. And I think that's a lot better. So, like, I know Royal Rumble's on Saturday. I, he's defending the title. It's a peacock. big deal. Like, he on has a, you don't have a drop for it? You I'm need just going to gonna say get it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, him wrestling's a big deal. Now, with that said— Where is he wrestling. Royal Rumble, Saint Petersburg. They're the pop. land of the peacock. Tropicana Field <laughs> filled up Got a stadium it. in a four way. I'll tell you this about TKO. TKO is the company that runs uh-huh. uh, UFC, MMA, mm-hmm. WWE. Yep. I don't know how Vince McMahon. And I know it's just an accusation. I get that, but I don't know how they can keep Vince McMahon employed mm. because. And I'm not going to get into the details. I, you can find it on the right. internet. The Wall Street Journal did reporting on this. Right. The accusations against Vince McMahon are sickening. Yeah, they're
3: reprehensible. They had to have, I mean, they've been around for a minute. This isn't new, right? It didn't happen.
1: Like, These specific accusations we did not know about, but right. yes, Vince McMahon has certainly been accused of other things, no right. question. It, but I felt like he was on his way to retiring anyways. Because he retired and then he came back. Yeah. And so, is he that necessary? No, not anymore. He's not. And I think as a publicly traded company, having him around. And he was ringing the bell a few days ago with uh, all the TKO guys and Triple H and The Rock. And it's like, wow.
3: Yeah, he becomes a financial liability. Forget about the public trust liability yes. he
1: becomes a financial liability no question about it we'll come back we'll take some more of your calls at 877-337-6666 and no troll when I say this I'll also tell you why it is a lot tonight like you you write it down it's done it's over the New York Knicks are gonna, de- uh, they're gonna defeat the defending reigning NBA champions at Madison Square Garden
0: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com